stuff. Try and learn to swim, try and sing a song, try and reach your hands to Mars. Gravity can't hold you back, neither can the stars. Try to make that goal, try to plant a tree, try to learn a crazy dance. You'll never know. Welcome to episode number 267 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, the host, your host, the podcast host, Mike Mason. This is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I talked to the very certified and very bona fide Greg Lado, and he just released a new record called Create My Own World. And that song you just heard is on that record. The song is called Try. And spoiler alert, there's a book based on the song it's amazing and this is a really fun conversation we talked about phil collins and any conversation in which you talk about phil collins in the context of family music is a good conversation and it was great to talk to greg to hear about his background hear about why he does what he does how he does what he does really 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 good conversation really really good music so how about it let's get to it here is greg lado talk to you at the end of the show we got get you. We got what 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 good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good Oh yeah. It is the first day of July, 2020, and I am here talking to my new friend Greg Lado. Greg, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Um, where where are you located in the world? I am in Narragansett, Rhode Island. Oh, this is a nice time of year to be <laughs> in Narragansett, Rhode Island, I have a feeling. Yes. Yeah. The beach town. Yeah, yep. it's a beach town. Are you spending lots of time at the beach when you're not uh, staying socially distant from other people? We are trying, yes, as much as we can. Nice. Um, not as much as I would like to, but... You know, as the summer progresses, I'd like to get more beach time in, definitely. Great. I mean, it's a beautiful part of the country. And, and those beaches, those East Coast beaches, there's something special about them in the summer. Um, and probably all yes. the time. I shouldn't just limit it to the summer. So um, <laughs> we're not just here to talk about, you know, lobster rolls and fried clams <laughs> and things like that. And, and even though I, that's all I want to talk about most of the time for this, though, we're, we're here talking because you in just a couple of weeks uh, have a brand new record called Create My Own World coming out. And before we get to this record, we'd love to little, know a little bit more about you. Where are you coming from musically? What got you into it? I uh, for many years, I was doing more adult oriented uh, pop rock stuff, and I since I had kids, <laughs> um, I got into writing children's songs. I actually started writing a book, which is a children's book with a song called Try. And that is what kind of lit the flame, you know, and got me going into writing a whole album of children's songs. So it's been such a great experience um, so far. Um, you know, I'm loving doing this genre. Mm -hmm. So it's it, it, we were going to get to try, of course, um, because there's so many layers to the story behind that one and the idea of it being a book and music. But how would you describe your um, your your sound as a as a family artist? Like, you know, some people are uh, 
hardcore metal and i mean truly and like i interviewed someone who's like a metal kids and family act but how would you describe uh, that's cool yeah. yeah how would you describe what you are and and what you do i would say um this has allowed me to draw from many different influences that i've had over the years um but mainly i would say 80s pop would be the primary um influence that i draw from on this particular album uh you know i was able to just kind of have a blank canvas and just play around with different ideas awesome. so that would be uh, the main thing pop rock definitely but very influenced by the 80s yeah so i often get emails um from from folks you know introducing me to people and i got one introducing me to you and this is the first time and i don't think this is a bad thing I think this is actually like a phenomenal thing. This is the first time uh, when I've gotten, you know, an introduction where someone has described their music as influenced by Hall and Oates. So I think that um, that is a, an amazing thing. And Phil Collins, because uh, can we talk about Phil Collins for a second? I'm going to absolutely. I, I just think that we should <laughs> Let's spend the whole time. On. I mean, you know, you never know where these conversations are going to go. But this is something I've been thinking for a long time. I want to know your thoughts on it. I think that Phil Collins is among the most underrated pop slash rock artists of all time. Thoughts. Yes, absolutely is. Um, you know, what people don't realize is he's mostly known for some select ballads. Um, I mean, he has many, many hits, but um, he has so many different styles within one album, you know, and every album is unique in itself, like from each other as well. So he also plays all instruments. He writes songs on his own. He's he's just an all around musician and songwriter, you know, all encompassing. You know, he can just sit in a room and, you know, write, produce record an album on his own which he has done before yeah and what he's like the i'm thinking of the song invisible touch right now right and he yep. that that's like pretty straightforward yet he gets this like incredible and believe me this is this is all coming back to to what you're about in just a second um but like that song <laughs> is like the most incredible hook right so the hook yes. of the song is the part that really grabs you and, and brings you in. So I noticed that in your music, the, the hook is really, really important and they're really, really huge. So let's, let's just dive in here because we have Phil Collins as our springboard as every conversation should, but let's like, yes. let's dive into, you know, um, Let's just start with the opening song because I think it says a lot about you. A, we've talked about um, Phil Collins and Hollow Notes, but then you and I have another thing in common, and we have a favorite topping. So, do you want to, you know, do you want to share what the what this song is and what it's all about? Sure. Uh, <laughs> the song is called "I Like Sprinkles," and it actually was inspired by my kids. Um, I have two daughters, six and three years old, and they would just want sprinkles on everything that they ate. So, you know, where whether it would be pancakes in the morning and, you know, lunch, dinner, whatever, they would just put sprinkles. And I have sprinkles and they would want to pick out which ones, you know, because we had the colored sprinkles, the chocolate ones, the 
all different kinds and they would just pick them out, you know, which ones they wanted. And that got the light bulb, you know, turned on in my head that this could be something, you know, a song. So I started just piecing the lyrics together in a more humorous way where everything could have, have sprinkles, literally, you know, my hot dog, hamburger, everything. <laughs> so what I was doing was just trying to think of gross things <laughs> that you would put sprinkles on just because it made it funnier. Right. You know, definitely. So what did, what did in, in your, uh, in quotes, in your research, what do you think is the grossest thing that you could put sprinkles on? Definitely a hamburger would be up there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's something I would do personally, but uh, I may have to try it for the video. <laughs> so, that's a good idea. I like that. So I'm willing to, to do that for entertainment. These are the lengths that you are willing to go to for your art. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I, I think that like part of what's great about uh, getting to talk to people like you is we get to sort of compare notes on, from a parenting perspective. So I've been in situations like you have where all your kids want is sprinkles. So I'm wondering, would you let sprinkles be put on things that Pringles Pringles like Pringles like would you let sprinkles <laughs> be put on Pringles or something that is just like so out of the out of the norm but just to get your kids to like chill would you would you make that concession sure that doesn't sound too gross uh, <laughs> sprinkles sprinkles on Pringles because you know I mean I would think the hamburger is, is worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're that, right. I don't know. But, uh, but Pringles, I, they would probably ask for that, though. And I'm would you sure. do it? Would you do it? That's really the question. Would you do it? Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> you're my kind of guy. Um, awesome. Sometimes parenting is all about choosing your battles and mitigating conflict. So tell me. Right. So let's, um, let's talk about the song Try. So that was the first song that that sort of came out of your, uh, of, of exploring like what it would mean to be like writing for, for families. That was the first one. I had the idea with different lyrics. That was more of what I was doing before. It was, it was more of a ballad at the time, a piano ballad. And I, I read to my girls every night and I was reading a particular book that was the way it read sound like read like it could be a song so another light bulb popped in my head and i went to my home studio and thought about that idea that i had but what if i turned it into like a reggae feel and put up a you know constructed a beat and it just all came together very easily and just smooth you know it was just like a natural process for me that i thought maybe i should just keep going with this so what's the message behind the song? I mean, we're, we we sort of tread on and just, you know, we tread on spoiler territory a little bit when we have these conversations. But, you know, I, I, I just want to say, like, what what's the message behind it? But folks should definitely check out this book and for sure check out the song and the book together. But what's the what's the general, I guess, the general idea behind the song and the message? The general idea is to never give up 
that every accomplishment starts with that first step of trying, regardless of fear of failure or thinking you may not be good at something. You just have to try. So that's what I was trying to trying to uh, get across <laughs> with the message. No pun. No um, pun. But uh, it was mainly started as a message to my girls. You know, something when it turned into the book, it was something that they could go back to throughout their childhood and maybe beyond and say, you know, this is a positive message that my dad wanted for my future, you know, something like that. And so at first I kind of did it for fun. And then when it started really coming into the book, getting serious, I thought about actually releasing it and putting the song out. Hmm. Awesome. So, the, the I mean, and the, there's like a really nice, like the groove for, you know, I'm, I'm sort of so annoyed with myself for saying that, but like the, the <laughs> fact that it is like a groovy kind of reggae thing really gives it the story space to, to happen, you know, like you can really focus on the, the words and sometimes words get lost, right? If we're trying to do really complicated and, and interesting things musically, sometimes that can be a little bit that can draw attention elsewhere. So it's really cool to have the, that like the vocals just sit in the music and there's, there's not much else going on around it to, to draw the listener's attention. Um, so I'd love to know a little bit about, uh, who you collaborated with on this album. Is there anyone in particular that may have joined you for a couple tracks? Yes. Um, actually on one of the songs I duet with the legendary children's artist and storyteller, Bill Harley, that, um, multiple Grammy winner, just all around, uh, legendary artist. Um, very surprised that he agreed to do the duet with me and just so excited and love how the song came out as well. Yeah. Song, the song is awesome. It's two slow snails just for two folks who, snails, who are yes. going to go and check out the record. That's the one you want to listen to. So how did you connect with him? Was it just like a, Hey Bill, um, I'm Greg. You want to like hang out? Was it that simple? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I'm a little shy for that. Uh, but I opened up for him at a children's book festival because he's also has written children's books too. In addition to all the amazing things he's done, I opened up for him and we met and just exchanged information emails. And I reached out to him not too long after and just asked him through email. And it took a little while for our, our schedules to line up. But um, as soon as they did, he said, I would love to do it. And I was just so excited when he yeah, agreed to. So cool. So cool. So and was what what was it like to to record with him? Because you have done your fair share of recording, right? Was it was it different working with him or did you find it that he just was pretty easy to, to work with and went with the flow and it just was a, a really nice and and, and uh, perfect mesh and match? I think so. It was just, it was a perfect mesh. It was, he was just very cool in the studio and just came in and had, you know, knew the song ahead of time and was prepared and just nailed it. He's, mm -hmm. and also what was great about him is giving me advice, you know, just general 
career advice in the children's music genre and stuff like that. So not only was he great to work with musically, but also as far as being a mentor with advice also, which, you know, I couldn't ask for a better experience. Mm -hmm. And and it's, and it's amazing when people that we look up to are so willing to share their knowledge and their experience. And I think that your experience with Bill has been like echoed by lots of people, not in, in a general sense that like people who are in this side of things, right? This side of the entertainment industry, the kids and families are always so willing to help and so thoughtful and kind and willing to work together and collaborate. I think it's a, it's a really amazing, amazing thing. Um, it's always nice when it works out like that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me the, the other song that I want to, uh, to hear a little bit about, and you know, you've mentioned being a dad a couple times and I know that, you know, I, I mentioned the collaborators and, and yes, Bill is on the record. Anyone else that, you know, on the record with you? Um, the other tracks I, I've done solo, uh, uh-huh. just worked with a couple different producers on it. Uh, but as far as uh, songwriting, I, I wrote all the songs. Mm-hmm. I usually do collaborate on previous projects, but this one I actually took as a, a personal, like labor of love project that I just wanted to sit in a room and, and write the songs on my own for this one. Sure. Sure. So I do have a few different producers that I did work with, but as far as the lyrics, the music and everything, I kind of demoed everything up in my home studio and just really took time with everything and made it come from the heart more than any other project that I've done before. That's and that heart comes through in in the last track on the album, which is called "What Daddies Do," uh, and then in parentheses, "I Will Be With You." So, look, Father's Day was a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm not trying to make either one of us cry as dads, right? But like, yep. tell me a little, <laughs> tell me a little bit about this song because it's really beautiful and awesome. Just a message to my daughters, you know, I I. I feel like dads aren't represented a lot in songs, you know, that I hear. I just wanted to represent for the dads, you know, just something that was, it, it has to be the most heartfelt song I've ever written. Um, just, I've never really poured my heart out as much on previous uh, songs. So I'm really proud of it, you know, how it came out. It's just one of my favorite songs on the album and that I've ever done. Yeah. And, and the heartfelt, the way that it comes from the heart comes through. It's, it's a really, it's a really amazing thing. And I encourage everyone, mom or dad or dad or mom, or however that works to, to check it out. So assuming we were not in a, in a time and in a, uh, uh, a world where we have to like be, uh, you know, mostly inside and mostly around our, our own families. Like what, what is like a live performance with you? Like what a live performance was like for me (laughs) and will be, and will be again. Yes. will be again. Absolutely. Um, I would go through a story time of the book would be my introduction and then perform the song try. And then I would just, I would do a set. Similar to how the album plays out, I would because I have some spoken word tracks in there and in between some of the songs. 
So it's almost like what I like to call a one dad show. <laughs> it's, it was like. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> I would do the songs and then talk in between, which some of the the uh, spoken word intros have to do with being a dad as well. Um, so I would do it like almost like a little play in itself, which I intend on developing more and and going around to theaters and doing it as a, as a one dad show. But that's how I would do shows start off with the book and then go through the songs that are on the record with the spoken tracks. Hmm. Awesome. And, uh, you know, I know you've done school assemblies and, and book presentations and I, I, I look forward to a time where we can get you out here to, to Houston, Texas. Cause I would love to, to put that all, put that all together. So, so Greg, as we eagerly await the, the record coming out on July 24th, um, when the record is out and, uh, you know, this episode will be dropping in quotes when that happens, um, what are some, some ways that folks can find you and follow you and keep up with you and all those kinds of, uh, 2020 kinds of things? Definitely on all the social media places, Facebook, Instagram, uh, usually I, my name is Greg Lato music on all of those. And I have a website, greglato.com, where you can get all the latest info and hear tracks, information about the book. I'm on, I'm pretty much all over social media. Nice. Um, and, and then one last bit here, like bit, not like a comedy bit, but there, there's some humor to it. Um, you mentioned the the monologues, right? Or the, the small snippets of like spoken word that you're doing on this record. One of them is about... Um, and I don't even know if like the word someone is, is actually the right way to say it, but there's an appearance by uh, someone named Gene. Tell us just like this is a, <laughs> an, an appetite wetter, right? This is the appetizer for the album. All of this has been appetizer, but this is the one where you're like, oh, yeah. So who is uh, who's Gene, Greg? Tell us a little bit about Gene. <laughs> Gene is an imaginary friend that I had when I was a kid. And he always used to remind me to wash my hands, floss and brush my teeth. Hygiene. That's, that's Hygiene. basically what Oh, me. my. It's right there in front of me, folks. And I just couldn't. Right there. I could not grab it. That is a, that is beautiful. Um, well, Greg, thank you so much for your time. It was awesome to talk to you. The record is amazing. Uh, really fun, really uplifting. Love that there's the book tie-in. So many nice layers and pieces. And thanks for writing a song for the hardworking dads out there. Thanks, Mike. I had a great time. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Awesome to talk to Greg. Awesome to hear all about what he does. Here is Greg's song, Try. Right after I tell you how to get in touch with me, if you want to get in touch with me, it's goodstuffpod at gmail.com. All the past episodes are available at goodstuffpod.com. And if you want to follow me for some reason, I mean, not like while I'm walking the, the good stuff dog, that'd be weird. But like, you know, on social media, I guess that's what, yeah, I think that's what I'm talking about. Just the at symbol, goodstuffpod, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it's all the same on all those things. Here is Try by Greg Lado. Love it. Dig it. Enjoy it. Dog, stop chewing on that wire. Ah! Do-do-do-do. 